Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. Looking forward to our conversation today with Eric Myers. He's the Director of Taxpayer Services here at the Colorado Department of Revenue. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you for being here. Sure, appreciate it. Let's talk about taxes this year, because unlike in the past couple of years, there's been uh, the deadline has been extended, but that's not the case this year, is it? It's not the case. And before I say that, I will say that that the typical deadline of April 15th is actually April 18th this year. There's a holiday in Washington, D.C. that the IRS recognizes uh, on April 15th. And so um, we will bump the the due date until April 18th this year. And that's to make sure that you have your payments in. Right. Just so your your listeners are aware, Colorado offers an automatic six-month extension to file uh, until October 15th, although because October 15th is on a a weekend this year, it's October 18th, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay. And how do you qualify for that extension? It's an automatic extension to file. You just have to make sure that you pay by April 18th. Okay. So if you don't owe anything, then you can have that extension. Correct. Okay. Okay. Just making sure I'm understanding. Well, one of the stories I was reading in the news was that, you know, the IRS is short staffed, that there are returns from last year that haven't even been looked at yet. So why do you feel like maybe the IRS didn't give another extension this year and they're still keeping with that April deadline? Uh, you know, it's not something I can really uh, talk about. We haven't seen much communication from them on that issue. I, like you did hear that they are dealing with uh, some delays in their processing. Right. I can tell you that that Colorado uh, is up to date. We are processing 2021 tax year returns right now. Okay. And we look forward to a successful season. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Our state's got it together. Well, explain for me the 1099K that people might be getting from PayPal or Venmo this year, and they're wondering, hey, what do I do with this? Sure. If you do get a 1099K, which is uh, based on federal tax law, not state tax law, um, just make sure you read the instructions and include it in your federal taxable income if you're directed to do so. That would then flow down to the state. Um, we start with federal taxable income at the state level. Okay. And uh, as long as you include it in your federal taxes, it will be automatically included in your state taxes. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about COVID because I think there were people had questions all over the place about child tax credit and maybe they didn't get the money they thought last year. So talk to me, are there any forms or credits that people should be looking into right now? For the state, no. Um, like, like I said before, we, um, we follow the federal tax um, deadlines. So if the IRS were to extend its deadline again for COVID-related issues, um, we'll follow suit and we will definitely communicate that uh, as broadly as we can. Okay. And let's also talk about maybe some of the other new changes here in the state. What are those and what sure. do people need to be aware of? So the biggest change this year is uh, we are in a, a TABOR refund year. So for your list Taper is a limitation on what the state can retain in terms of tax revenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, the state law requires uh, three tiers of refunds to go out. One is a property tax credit that's administered by counties. Uh, so we're not really involved in that. Um, but the other two we are. Uh, the first is an income tax rate reduction. So the normal income tax rate is 4.55%. In TABOR years, that may decrease to 4.5%. And that's where we are this year. And then another 
um, refund mechanism because the, the we're sort of in far in excess of, um, of, of revenue, uh, we will refund something on the tax return also, and you'll see it as a state sales tax refund. Mm-hmm. And that ranges in, in uh, from $37 for a single filer that earns up to $44,000 a year, all the way up to $234 for joint filers that earn in excess of $246,001 per year. And explain to folks what the Tabor year means. Explain what that is. Sure. So anytime the state earns or retains more revenue than it's allowed to under a, a cap, which is broadly uh, inflation plus population growth, mm-hmm. um, we are required to refund that um, to, to state taxpayers. And our um, economic forecast, forecasting teams um, you know, and, and the state controller have certified that we are in excess of that for the last fiscal year that closed, which okay. was ended on June 30th of 2021. So the first tax year that we can do that in is for uh, you know, the 21, 2021 tax year, which we are processing right now. I will also let you know that um, our forecasting offices, both in the legislature and the governor's office, are projecting uh, these refunds to happen for years. So it might be something we'll have to get used to. Well, that's a good thing, right? I guess it's a good thing if you want more money in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who doesn't with the inflation and everything else going on right now. Um, Okay, so we understand, Tabor, but how do people actually get those refunds? Is it when they file, they get that credit or how does that work? That's exactly right. One has to file um, to get both those credits that, that we administer. Again, the income tax rate reduction is really just something that will happen. You don't have to do much besides file your taxes. But for the state sales tax refund, you actually have to take action on the tax return okay. and fill out the lines associated with that. So uh, people want to make sure that they see that. And for folks that maybe are just getting out of college, they're kind of new to everything. Uh, explain who needs to file with Colorado for taxes, because I've heard people say, well, I don't need to file. I didn't make that much money. What is the case here? Sure. As long as one has filed a federal tax return, one has to file a state tax return as well. Um, in order to claim the Tabor refund, though, one has to absolutely file. So that, in other words, that will not just happen. Um, you need to take take that action. We also have uh, some a website um, called My Colorado Life. And if your listeners are interested in finding some information, more general um, information about filing requirements and things like that, they may be interested to to search that and, and some follow the links that, that we have provided on that website. What are some of the um, miss kind of the things that folks don't quite understand about Colorado taxes, maybe misinformation that's out there? I think the the one thing I will tell you from our perspective is we uh, broadly encourage people to file electronically. Um, most misunderstanding comes from forgetting to include certain things like W-2s, uh, you know, when they file. But when you file electronically, all that information comes to us. And that does expedite our ability to process the return and issue a refund if one is due. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we, we absolutely encourage people to use you know, either one of the, um, the software companies that are out there, um, or we have a free product called Revenue Online that people uh, may be interested in, in uh, exploring as well. If they don't want to spend the money on those software mm-hmm. products. And it's called Revenue Online? Correct. And is that just for state or is that for um, national that's, as well? That, sure, that's just for the state. Okay. All right. So for folks that are needing to file, they're going to file, they're hoping to get a refund back from the time they file to the time they may see that refund. What are they usually looking at? Sure. Uh, so the, the, the answer to that really depends. If the tax return uh, is you know, comes through and doesn't have any math errors on it. Um, you know, it can take, you know, up to 14 days generally. 
but if we start seeing errors and we have to do a little bit more review on it, it uh, we can absolutely um, see, you know, refunds going out much later than that. Um, our goal, though, is between 14 days and 28 days before April. Mm -hmm. And then after April, our goal is about 45 days. Okay. Okay. So the earlier, the better, it sounds like. Absolutely. And for folks that maybe are families and taxes just kind of, they're stressful for them, they don't quite know how to do it. Uh, do you offer any free tax prep services? We have a website um, that we can link to some different uh, uh, help to companies that will help out. Um, so for your listeners, if they were to go to tax.colorado.gov slash community hyphen tax hyphen help, they will see links to a number of different services. Uh, we have something that links to 211 Colorado, which uh, can help people find free tax preparation services. That phone assistance is provided by the Mile High United Way. Um, for people who are eligible, they can go to AARP, the tax foundation or the foundation tax aid that they have there. Um, there's also a link to the Denver Asset Building Coalition, um, which can offer income tax guidelines. Uh, there is also something called the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program that can help people who um, earn $35,000 or less uh, if they are single and married filing separately or $56,000 or less for head of household and married filing jointly. Okay. Um, so there's just a, a number of different uh, sites that we can provide um, if people are to follow that, to that go, or go to that link. And what about for folks that maybe just have a question real quick that they need answered? How can they go about getting those answered? Sure. So the best way is to go to our educational page, which is tax.colorado.gov. Uh, we have a wealth of information um, on that page from filing uh, guides to, uh, you know, smart, uh, small little blurbs called for your informations. Um, and, you know, I would encourage people to start there. Uh, of course, if people have some more in-depth questions, they can always reach out to our customer contact line. That number is 303-238-7378. Um, but we are very busy, and as you know, we, we'd like to say that there are some, you know, some wait times that people would have to endure if they, they choose that. But again, our, our our best way is to go to that tax.colorado.gov website. We also do have five walk-in service centers located throughout the state. One okay. is in Lakewood. We have one in Fort Collins, uh, one in Colorado Springs, one in Pueblo, and one in Grand Junction. And what can folks expect at those walk-in centers? Uh, they, they they can expect if they have any questions uh, that you know we can offer some people who can help answer those questions. Um, uh, but again, I, I would encourage people to first go to that website. Um, okay. it, it does have the most information available and it will result in, you know, no wait times, um, you know, or anything else. And can they file at those centers as well, or is that just for stopping in for questions? Sure. They can drop off tax returns there if they choose to. Absolutely. Okay. And one final question for you. We had talked at the beginning of the interview a little bit about, you know, if you needed to file an extension with the IRS, how does that work? Are you allowed to file extensions with the state of Colorado? You can file with an extension. And, and like I said, uh, the state offers a, a automatic six-month extension to file. So as long as you pay your tax due by April 18th this year, um, you don't need to take any action until April or, I'm sorry, October 18th uh, to file. So there, there's a built-in time if you need that. As long um, as you don't know. <laughs> avoid any penalty and interest. 
you do need to make sure that you have your payments in. Okay, great. And Eric Myers, uh, with the Department of Revenue here in Colorado, uh, once again, what is the website? What is the phone number for folks who need some help? Sure thing. So the website is tax.colorado.gov, and our phone number is 303-238-7378. All right, Eric Myers, Department, Colorado Department of Revenue, the Director of Taxpayer Services. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Take care. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Always fun talking about taxes on a Sunday, isn't it? Hope you have a fantastic day. Go out, be kind to everyone. And for more information on what we just discussed, you can always go to your radio station's website and you can always share this podcast if you want on your social media.